What's up, listeners? It is August 15th, 2019, and you are listening to All Things Boston, nighttime edition, on my way home from work. It's not that late this time, but um, definitely a little more relaxed. Um, Got a little things to talk about. Red Sox, um, you know, they're pretty much dead to rights. Uh, If they lost this series to Cleveland, it would have been over. Really over. But, you know, we'll... uh, We'll keep playing the game and uh, see if they can win the next 20 games in a row. I highly doubt it. I believe they're about seven games back from Tampa. Um, they are who they are. You know, they won 103 games last year and they're projected to win, I think, 82, which comes to like 20, I don't know, it's like 23 losses that would um, they would be off from last year, which is monumental. That's a quarter of your season. Not a quarter, but it's a lot. It's... um. It's a really big upset. It's a really big uh, disappointment. I don't understand the mentality of this team. um, What was going through the head of, um, you know, ownership. Um, You can't just, like, do the same thing and expect the same results because we all evolve. These teams evolve. These teams um, have seen you. They will know how to play you next time. They you know, you squeak by like you did with the Astros, you squeak by like you did with the Yankees series, and then they start to, you know, they build their teams the next season to defeat you, and that's what these AL teams did, um, and then you see teams like the Blue Jays, who have, like, all these young stars that are coming up, Bo Bichette, um, BGO, and Vlad Jr., um, who, you know, their record doesn't speak for it, but you know that they're going to be good in the future. Or you know they're going to make some trades to get some better pitching. Um, it's just a really big question mark, and someone's going to lose their job. Everyone's saying Dombrowski's out. I hope so. I think that he's done his job. He got us a championship, and I'm not mad about it because I know it had to, you had, you know, you had to give yourself away. But I said this before, and I've said this again. Why don't we learn from the Pats? Um, why don't we learn from the Patriots organization? Why don't we learn from how the way Belichick has been? You know, he's been with this team um, for 20 years. He's, um, you know, your star athletes are basically team-oriented. They're not in it for the big contract. They are all about getting the best team. They're in it to win it. They want to be champions instead of being the richest person on the field. So they win Super Bowls, you know, the 6-1, the one for the thumb. So um, then they bounce back. They might not win the next year consecutively, but they at least are back in the playoffs. Um, Rarely do you see them not. I think the Matt Castle... um, year was like you know a year we didn't make the playoffs we still had a decent decent record I think we were like 12 and 4 11 and 6 something like decent but um we are always contending we're not contending with this Red Sox team this Red Sox team was an absolute joke we could have had a really great little dynasty brewing um give the fans something to cheer about the next year keep the ball rolling and we just did not do anything about it and it sucks I'm you know I work in the Fenway area, and it is bad. I just talked to someone who works um, on the Van Ness side, and they say it. When they lose, no one goes out and drinks after. 
Um, and that hurts places. So not only are you hurting the fans that spent $500 just to go to your game, pay for a $12 beer, pay for $60 in traffic, you're not even like putting up a fight. And I don't know what they're going to do next. I think this is going to be a couple years till we rebuild. Um, I know Mookie's not going to sign with us. It's just, we're not, I don't know if we're going to give him that kind of money. I, I, I'm not sure about it. Um, is he a player you can build a franchise around? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's likable. He's, um, exciting. He's, you know, he's everything that you want, um, to invest in, but you know, we didn't pay Tom Brady that kind of money. And Tom Brady, you know, you know, I don't know if he regrets it, but he stuck around and we won a lot more titles because we had a selfless, you know, star. So if Mookie's not willing to do that and he just wants to make a lot of money, then that's that's what it is. And I don't blame him. Like, why are we doing anyone who's worth billions of dollars any favors? I mean, they should be paying. But um, unfortunately, you know, we're not... Uh, you know, with baseball, I guess, I guess people want their money, you know, I guess baseball people want to, uh, they want to get what they want, and we just don't see that, so, you know, it is what it is, um, I'm hoping that, you know, we do some big moves, um, I'm hoping we're a contender next year, it's just, like I said, um, you're always constantly getting, and if the Blue Jays keep getting better, we're in, we're in a jam again, because that's what happened during the Farrell years, we were uh, losing to bad teams, but they were decent teams. You know, the Blue Jays always play us well, um, and the Rays always play us well. The Rays always seem to, like, beat us at, in Tampa. It's boring. There's no energy, so people don't want to, you know, it's, it's like almost like the, the, the fans, the, the players aren't, aren't as amped up, and we seem to just never dominate those two shitball teams, but, you know, the Yankees seem to gain ground on us, and we're just seeing it again. And we're, you know, history's repeating itself. Uh, Cora will be on the hot seat next year. I'm not saying he'll get fired next year either. They'll give him a two more years. But um, this is the state of the Boston Red Sox right now. But, you know, we'll hang in there. Uh, Baltimore series, if we can sweep that, that'll be cool. Um, I'm still watching. It's still exciting. You know, we got an, all, we got, you know, a, an all-star season of Rafael Devers. You know, Xander Bogart's playing like an all-star. Um... There's still people to watch on this team. You still got Chris Sale, who bounced back. He had a great game against... Uh, well, he had an okay game. <sighs> okay game against the Indians, but it wasn't... You know, he gave up that two-run home run in the sixth, which was just an absolute, you know, opposite field blast, um, which has been Chris Sale's story. Um you know, sometimes when you when you play like really like when you just only have a fastball, um, and you're 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 putting if you put the bat on a ball that's going 100 miles per hour, it's gonna go far. So a lot of these guys are just putting the bat on the ball, and they're you know they're they're fucking bombing hits off them, and that's been the story of Chris Sale's uh, 2019 season, a season that I'm sure he wishes he can forget. He probably can't wait for this season to be over and get back to opening day again in March, um, and you know erase these bad memories and let's hope it's the Chris Sale we know we just gave him a fat contract I'm getting a little nervous here I'm looking back thinking about fucking Matt Clement I'm thinking about fucking Pablo Sandoval I hope Chris Sale I mean 
I hope it works out. Um, but you know, what are you going to do? You know, you, uh, you sign the guy, everyone's kind of worried. We're not going to have another John Lester situation. I mean, John Lester was the biggest fucking free agency. You know, he wanted to stay in Boston. All we had to do was pay him. You know, we made the assumption that, you know, he's in his thirties. He's not going to be good anymore. And he is still dominant for the last, God, I don't even know. It's been like eight years. So they did that with price. They did it with fucking, they signed price then, which ended up being a, not the greatest deal. I mean, yeah. Did he show up last year? But he hasn't been the David price who was on the race. So, um, and then they did it with sales. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going to happen. It's bittersweet end of the season. Even the fact that, you know, the Paw Sox are leaving Pawtucket, man, like that is like a sentimental value of a loss for me. Uh, I, used to, I was born in Pawtucket. We used to go see the 4th of July in Pawtucket, the, the, the fireworks. We would sit outside of that field and, you know, mom would buy me a fucking light up sword and we'd all be just like hanging out. They're probably getting drunk. I didn't even remember that. But, we, you know, we were as kids were just like, like, oh, man, this is going to be great. And then when the fireworks came out on the 4th, it was the coolest show ever. And it was just cool. And it sucks. Like It's 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 taking another life out of Pawtucket that didn't have much left. Um, but, you know, kudos to Worcester for moving there. Um, you know, I put a comment up on the, uh, I think it was like Rhode Island Reddit. And I was like, you know, you guys blew it. And it seems like a lot of people that are in Rhode Island don't want it stay in Pawtucket they were pissed that they would have to take some tax cuts you know it, it sucks I get that um Larry Lucino is probably not the best person you should be doing business with but man like wouldn't it have been cool to like have some baseball in downtown Providence or a live concert outside in, in Providence or Pawtucket or um you know you build up that Seekonk River and turn that into like a cool little kayaking destination where home runs are getting hit in there and what are you going to do? Nothing's been done. Nothing has changed. There's been more things that have closed since I've lived in, like, I've, I've, I've grew up in Rhode Island, outside of Rhode Island, and I go home, you know, it's still great food, awesome people, small town feel, but, you know, the city just is, it's just, it's never, it's never recovered. Um, it never recovered after a recession. And, you know, they just make bad deals. Curt Schilling, bad fucking deal. I mean, there's a lot of fucking corruption. And what's like, I, I guess the trust level is low for, from the voters and I don't blame them. I mean, at least in Boston, there's so much money going around that, you know, those little backdoor deals get hidden and, you know, we, we only find out till later. Oh shit. Manino sold Yaki way to the Red Sox for how much? So, you know, I, it is what it is. Um, it's sad to see the Paw Sox go, but yeah, good for, good for Worcester. Worcester's fucking making a comeback. I mean, I was there fucking eight years ago. No, not eight years. Yeah, eight years ago, I guess. And I dated a girl at Assumption College, and, you know, it was a dump. I go there now, there's, like, breweries. Like, Wormtown Brewery is, like, one of the biggest breweries in the city now. Like, if you, like you, every bar's got Wormtown on tap. They got good food. You got, you know, all these things that are, like, Coming out of the woodwork, there's a street that everyone goes on that's like a busy bars. You know, we looked at a couple places there. Wor- Worcester is definitely making a fighting comeback. And 
they saw the Pawtucket Red Sox. They took a fucking parking lot that was just dilapidated. And now it's going to be a brand new structure that's going to make money. I don't see a loss in that. Where you look at Pawtucket and you have now a baseball field that no one's going to be going to. Which is going to turn into a parking lot. Which is going to get ratty. You know, you, what are you going to rent it out to? The freaking, what team? Some other team? People went there because it was cool, man. You could see Wade Boggs, Nomar, Movon, David Ortiz, Pedro. You could see all the stars and it was only a 40-mile drive to Boston. So it sucks. I mean, it, it sucks. When you have a, an ownership that passes away, that was the Paw Sox, and then this new money comes in and the corporates take over. Like, this is the thing that happens. But don't blame the Red Sox. I blame the state of Rhode Island. Once again... Just not playing ball. Something's got to start going. I mean, or just, you know what? I don't know what, what they're going to do. It's not my job. I don't get paid to financially advise Rhode Island. And I I feel bad for anyone that's involved trying to fix the problem. It's it's someone, you know, it's bad luck on, your, on their end that they got that gig. Or they're just as corrupt and they're stealing money and just keeping it going. I don't know. It is what it is. I'm glad I moved away. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want to bash Rhode Island. This is a fucking, I hate Rhode Island fucking podcast, but my life has changed so much. It's grown. Um, I've made all these new friends. I've made so many new connections. I still have my awesome friends down there, but I'm glad I left because the last fucking thing that got built was the Biltmore, not the Biltmore, the uh, Weston. Still there. No other cranes. The mall's still there. So, yeah, I'm rooting for Rhode Island. I just hope that it, uh, I hope that something cool is going to go somewhere in Pawtucket or somewhere in downtown because it didn't happen. But anyways, you know, Tom Brady, Patriots, um, I'm fucking now like on that Brady train where I don't think he's back next year. We'll see what we'll see what happens. If he has a bad year, then he gets to go and play one more year somewhere else and make a shit ton of money. And I wouldn't put it past him doing that because he did all these things in New England. He's accomplished. Now it's like let's get some fucking money. We all remember how bad that looked though for Jordan. We all remember how bad that looked. I don't know. Maybe he wants to buy a team. Maybe that's what he's trying to jockey for. And I'll do the Jordan route, play a few years just to sell some tickets. I don't know, but it didn't look good for Jordan. Jordan was like this big, fat old guy fucking on the court, was not Jordan at all. The All-Star game, they tried fixing it so he would hit the winning shot, and then uh, Jermaine O'Neal fucking followed him or whatever the hell he did, or hit the three at the end too. I remember that. That looked so fixed. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a shitty deal for the Patriots. Like, yes, did they not franchise tag him? But they should have just gave him 40 mil. Give him something. I mean, again, it's the crafts are cheap. But they win. They get results. And I wouldn't even say it's the crafts. I think it's Belichick. Belichick has a fucking... He has a, uh, a code. We're not in it for the flashiness. We're in it to win. We're in it to dominate. And... Whatever that spins into fucking not giving people money they deserve, then so be it. I mean, every, I mean, it's like anything though. I, I say that to people in my career. Me and you could walk out of this building right now, and guess what? It's still gonna run. And and that's the Patriots mentality. And they're not wrong. 
if you got the right system, you don't need stars. You just need people to do their fucking job. And that's where they're at now. Where you're winning championships with Tabucky Jones. Fucking, you know, Matthew Slater, again, no, not to knock him, but he's no superstar. Fucking, uh, there's so many random names. That was just one name that came to me. But, like, any team on the 2002 Pats team was, like, a, not that great. I mean, besides McGinnis and, you know, Brewski and them. Like, yeah, there were some stars on there. But they, was, they won with a lot of randos. I mean, you got this guy, Braxton Berrios. Like, if I'm if I'm Edelman, I'm shitting myself. Because he looks like him. He's quick like him. Whether they're going to do a uh, two-slot receiver tandem like they did with... Um, with uh, Amendola and Edelman, like it's almost like you know, remember that movie Boogie Nights when you know he's getting older, he's getting all used up, and then this new guy comes in and he's like, "Who the fuck is this?" And he knows this guy's gonna take his gig because that's how it works. Circle of life, my friends. And this kid Braxton, I think Belichick likes him. And I, I read today though that he dropped the pass, Brady chewed him out. And then the next two plays, he got he forced a interference from the defensive man, and then he caught a touchdown pass. So clearly, this kid's um, decent, and if he fits the mold, he's in. And you know, I, I don't know if Edelman passes another, fails another drug test, what the fuck are we gonna do? And, and his body can't take it either. The man's gave his whole career taking Tom Brady hits from his passes over the middle. He can't last forever. It's it's a risk. But, you know, you ask Welker, you ask Amendola, you ask Troy Brown. You know, I mean, it made them someone when they were no one. But, yeah, that's that's interesting to see, and I hope that he makes a team. I hope that uh, the kid Myers makes a team. He seems to be p- playing better than the first-round pick we got. Um, this kid's dropping balls, and this kid Myers is not. He might not be as fast or as muscular, but... Um, you know, I, and Belichick will drop a fucking first rounder. He does not give a fuck. He does not have time. So, and it's funny, like, that's our team drama. And then you look at the Raiders who got Antonio Brown. who took a hot air balloon to the first practice of his career with the Raiders. Then the fucking guy goes into a cryogenic tank and gets frostbite on his foot. And now he's putting a stink up for his helmet. Like, wow. Like, dude. You just got buku bucks to catch footballs and you're acting like this it's insane and this is why you know belichick's got to figure it out this is why he's a god but i'm, I'm pumped for pats you know i'm not going to give into the the gronk rumors i mean i think he might come back but i'm not going to give in either i'm just going to keep take it for what we have we got a decent team I don't know if we're good enough to beat the Chiefs, but we got a decent team. I think it's still up in the air right now. Um, and don't ask me anything about fantasy, because like that's another thing. I'm like fucking don't know what I'm gonna do. I mean, I, I definitely want. I, if Mahomes is on the board, I'm taking him. But like, who who's who's gonna be the guy? I'm not taking Antonio Brown. Baker Mayfield, another guy who had a pretty solid year, but I don't think he's gonna have that great of a year this year. It's a sophomore slump. So, I'm, I don't know. I got to do some more research. I got my draft coming up. Um, doing my draft in my apartment with the uh, apartment people too. Um, 
things are going good. Got a good now weightlifting regiment with a buddy of mine that lives in my apartment building. Um, we're getting up at like 7 a.m. working out. And let me tell you, if you get a workout buddy, man, it is such a game changer. I don't know anyone that thinks they're getting just as much into working out if they didn't have a workout buddy. Like I make sure I get there because I don't want to like be a dick and not show up for a for a work workout. And not only that, when we're working out, I don't want to seem like a, a baby and fucking not finish my sets. We're like, I'm by myself and I'm on my phone. I'm, you know, I'm like, uh, this sucks. Let's go back upstairs. No, like we're in it to win it and it's absolutely worth it. So if you're in a funk, if you're not working out, you got to find a workout buddy. You got to get someone that you can meet on a schedule and you'll see results. Fucking bought some creatine, man. It's like I'm 22 again. Yes, I'm going through a little bit of a quarter life crisis. I wouldn't call it quarter life because I'm past that. But yeah, maybe mid, maybe in early mid. No. So um, yeah, besides that, um, I went to some really cool spots. Uh, Duxbury uh, has an Austin, Austin um, Island Creek little pop up. Like it's like their their oyster farm. It's it's absolutely fucking awesome. Definitely check that out. Um, went to this little Italian restaurant called Maria's and like usually it's like oh cool like whatever they're run by Greeks and Greeks are one of the best restaurant operators I've ever worked for they they care and they their food is always good but it's Italian restaurant run by Greeks and it's like the same hole in the wall place you'd go to they've been in business for 60 years when I ordered my takeout one it was like 14 bucks came with like veal meatballs ravioli fucking chicken parm and it was covered in cheese and meat sauce with like a side of greek salad which was obviously good um and they give me like a loaf of bread and like a cup of chicken soup regardless they put the takeout in a barilla box where they get their pasta and it was just fucking awesome and that to me is like what i want i want that mom and pop feel i want my barilla box and uh, the place was incredible. It's called Maria's. It's on Quincy Ave, um, heading into uh, Weymouth. I highly recommend it. Super good place. Um, and that's about it. I'm talking too much. I'm on my way back. Um, got more shit to say, but I want to keep these quick. Really looking forward to the. Uh, I hate preseason, but I'm looking forward to, you know, we'll see what happens with the Red Sox. Pats, keep looking forward to that. Um, and we'll go from there. So thank you for tuning in and we will talk soon. Um, tip your bartenders and don't drink and drive. Bye.